all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three bucks setting out to make Supercoach history. So many things that we cannot wait to see. When do we get onto the sauce? Perhaps a twoies or some bubbles? Or is it Miller time to celebrate our players' double-double? Party with bangers and some rock by DJ Mitchell. Is he a lock? The Kings can bring the chips like Jonah Bolden brought the dips. Will we get Ulbricht quick or at least very soon? We think it's Taron Armstrong that is going to the moon. How do we read our next stars? Are you superstitious? Impressive Johnson Alex are. The competition's rips the vicious. Robert said no Franks, so they got Franklin instead. They signed some Wiley veterans. Do they get over the humps ahead? The finalists have been all action. With Finn Diesel and Denzel. Couldn't beat them, so they went cheat them. Who's fast and furious as well? Can't have a pair of Sams, but can they fill Pinder's shoes? And can we pair some Jordans when Crawford's small and Hunter's huge? Will Cummings hit a shot? JLA has hurt his wrist. With no AC, does Kel run hot? And is Huck Porty worth the risk? And Adams is back with his family. Let's usher in a new era of fantasy. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes dribbling all things Aussie Hoops and NBL Supercoach, and it is NBL Blitz, Nightcaps, Gold Coast Edition, Game Day 2. And game number one of game day two is Adelaide versus the New Zealand Breakers. And we've got Banksy on board with us for this one. Banksy, for your first test, is the most important piece of information, not really. It is what were the scores from tonight's game? Bit of a blowout, Benny. So Adelaide 75, New Zealand Breakers 101. Beautiful. Now, Banksy, you're going to be hosting us through a bit of this one. You're, I am. You mm, weren't across risky. this initial game. Uh, Bordy and I have uh, taken a close look at it. We've got our categories lined up. We are good to go. Uh, take us through, Banksy, after we do this one. I'll just help you out with this one, which is the players currently under maintenance. Uh, these are for our injured players. Now, it's a Gold Coast theme. We do all these segments, and you have been to the Gold Coast. Everyone listening out there, at some point, you've gone to a theme park, and a ride that you really wanted to go on has been out of action for under-maintenance. So, uh, Boydie, what players from this game were out under-maintenance? Yeah, New Zealand had a couple out in the end. Will McDowell-White has a wristy on at the moment, um, so doubtful for their US trip. Um, but was in attendance, which is good to see. Uh, the other one was Rubs the Vicious, uh, out four to six weeks at the moment with a groin strain. Um, just so obviously, yeah. yo, Doctor Boyd, I'm going to interrupt there. Yeah. yeah. What's the best treatment for the gro- for the groin strain? Mm. Oh, definitely at least twice daily rubs um, with some ointment. <laughs> so, I'd so, say probably. So we're going to say Rubs to Vicious. Yeah, Rubs to Vicious. It goes perfectly, perfect. Okay. Yep. Uh, and Adelaide, a bit of a shock for this one, was Trey Cowell was out with some bone, bone bruising on the knee. Um, we'll miss the remainder of the blitz. A bit, bit disappointed because I think he looked okay in their um, previous preseason game and was a little bit cheaper um, than the new imports coming in. Benny, so, sounded, um, pretty was a bit of, yeah, Benny sounded pretty keen on Cal. Benny podcast. was pretty keen after seeing a little bit of it. Uh, yes, I remember. And then obviously um, Tahi Smith-Milner missed with a virus. Okay, on to the categories. Banksy. First one, and there might be a couple in this category, but first one we're going with is the Warwick Kappa. And, of course, he was an infamous ex-AFL footballer who resides on the Gold Coast, even ran for Gold Coast Mayor at some point. Benny, who do we have for the first Warwick Kappa? A bit like Jizzlinka. Now it's Kappa! Every kid says it for the last 50 years. 
Cheatum. I don't know if that's a, if that's going to catch on quite as much as uh, Warwick Kappa, but uh, just an absolutely incredible dunk. I have to ask Banksy, you obviously didn't see the game, but I assume you've seen the dunk. I didn't see the game, but it was hard to miss the dunk if you went onto mm-hmm. socials, particularly yep. Twitter or X, and it, it was everywhere, and it was, I don't know, Blake Griffin-esque, if you like. <laughs> that's was, right. His yeah. name was mentioned. Yep. Yep. Um, so this is what the Kappa category was made for, um, this exact kind of back. It was an incredible dunk, and what I liked was when we were watching it along live on the Discord chat, as soon as it happened, having called out, made the call out on the earlier podcasts that we made uh, earlier this morning, go back and listen to them if you haven't, there was calls of Kappa on the Discord chat, which I loved when Cheatham slammed at home. We called him fast and furious, in uh, the intro song, he's proving that correct. He was just one rebound short of a double-double in this game. Another 25 super coach points puts him in the mix for our round five, four or five trading at this stage. And um, that's kind of how we're treating all these New Zealand breakers players. Uh, Banks, you just want to explain the schedule uh, just for anyone looking uh, at starting with these New Zealand breakers. If we're, Because I don't think we can. <laughs> No, we can't. And obviously that's because of the donuts that they have on the schedule. So New Zealand have two singles in round one and two, and then they've got the donut in round three. They don't have doubles until round five. That's when we want to look to trade them in. Um, They've got the four doubles in the next five rounds starting from that round five. Brilliant. Look, I've got another cap lined up here straight away for Boydie, okay? So let me take Mark of the Century first. Went back, absolutely killed Chris Langford. Kick four or five, got best player, and we lost by 98 points. But that was irrelevant. <laughs> the key What's this category for Banksy? This is another Warwick Kappa, but this is more along the lines of uh, someone who dominated in the losing team. That's right. And for this game, we have Isaac Humphreys, or Ice. Obviously, uh, Adelaide going down by 26 points in this game, but... Ice had a big one or a decent one, 34 super coach points on 22 points and 7 rebounds. And just for a bit of perspective, in NBL 21, when he was fit and firing, he went uh, over a 10-game stretch. He went 71, 62, 83, 43, 61, 40, 86, 41, 40, 66 NBL fantasy points, that is. So an average of 59.3 over 10 games. Um, mm-hmm. Which is incredible. sort of the equivalent of kind of what Cotton's done today. We'll talk about that in the next episode. But maybe 40, 45-ish, something along those lines would be the kind of average we're looking at there of 59. So that puts it in a little bit of perspective. And he's, and he's cheaper than all the new imports at 251k at the moment. So um, he's looking ownership. Yeah, 6% ownership. He's, look, he's one of the players today that uh, I deleted my team and start again, you know. Clear it out, start building from, and I tried to do a, a Humphreys build. Um, I didn't quite like what I could do with it, but he's definitely an option. Um, and look, he's still not playing that many minutes, so it'll be good. He reminds me of Cam Bairstow. Yep. Remember when Cam Bairstow was actually on the court for Adelaide 36s? He was incredible as well, so hopefully he can get out there. Yeah, I think. Um yeah, I mean, Adelaide have that good start. They've got three doubles in the first four rounds. So if we can get an Adelaide option um, to put into your team, I think it would do you good. Um, mm-hmm. And is Ice that man? I hope so. I really hope so because he, well, he's had a bit of a stalled couple of seasons. So I'd love to see a big one from 
Isaac. And just remember, he's, he's only 25 still. I think he's nearly 26, I think. But um, So he's still reasonably young. Um, you think Isaac Humphreys, you think he's been around for 10 years. Well, he kind of almost has, but um, he has still got young legs, even though they're uh, often injured, unfortunately. And there's obviously only two teams that start with the back-to-back doubles, that being Sam and Adelaide. And we obviously needed someone from Adelaide to put their hand up because there's quite a few SEM options, I feel, that we can start with. So hopefully Hump can be that guy. Next one. Let's go with Bolter of the Night. Now, we know Bolter Brewing is one of our go-tos for refreshment and did originate on the Gold Coast. Our Bolter of the Night is someone who played well from way out of left field. Going to throw it to you, Benny. Well, look... He's a bolter in the sense that he... I haven't had a look at him, I guess, because we're not really considering picking him to start the season. But uh, Parker Jackson Cartwright is the player I'm talking about. Uh, Well-credentialed international career. 40 super coach points today. So he nearly had double-figure assists again. He did that in the earlier preseason game. So today he had 17 points, three rebounds, eight assists. Excellent defensive pest abilities yes, pest uh, in the backcourt. So he got his four steals there as well. Um, obviously, McDowell White uh, is injured. Uh, so that'll be a big factor in whether or not come the other side of the bye, uh, we will be looking to Parker Jackson Cartwright. Very different player to Will from what I've seen so far, though. So um, could they play alongside each other or will we see him in that sixth man? role much more to play out but what did you think of him Boyd? Yeah I, I like the look of him and I thought he could have probably had a couple of extra points and a, maybe even a couple of extra assists I think there was a couple of passes that just just weren't quite right um, and ended up in unfortunately ended up in turnovers I think which he had four of or something along those lines so his score could have been um, better I think too but um, yeah I like the look of him he's quick as pest was the correct word he, he was pestering those uh, Adelaide guards as they were trying to uh, just, you know, trying to bring the ball up the court every time basically so he's only little it seems like we've got a bit of a, a bit of a theme going on here with um, small uh, short guards uh, this for NBL 24 um, a lot of teams have got them it seems so um, yeah it means they won't be uh, copping it on down the other end Moving on, let's go to our next category, which will be schoolies. And this is one I'm very much interested in, being someone that didn't manage to watch the game just yet. But this is going to be where we discuss players straight out of school, being our DPs, next stars, or returning college players. Who are you looking at? We got evicted. We slept on the beach for the night, and now we're in Chevron. <laughs> yeah, we got evicted! Now, go um, for it. I'm very I'm, interested in this. See, the, the, the key word in that clip was evicted, because... Flowers is getting evicted from my team. All right, it's done. <laughs> and he's not coming back. This okay? is what I need to know. He's not coming back. Seven turnovers he had. Zero oh. super coach points. So he had uh, basically a massive stinker. Uh, he had eight actual points, two rebounds and two assists, but they could not overcome the seven uh, turnovers, unfortunately. And he is not getting back in my team. That's it. I'm out. And something that I, I read not watching the game on social media was um, I believe they were double teaming him in the backcourt um, regularly and could be something that teams look to go with if they continue on with this. They don't even need to. Yeah, they didn't even need to double team him. I think they did it once or twice. I don't know about regularly, but um, listen, as we were just talking about there, PJC, 
um, Jackson Cartwright was just a pest and just all constantly trying to steal from him because just because he could. And it obviously worked four times at least. I reckon it probably almost worked maybe another two or three times as well um, just with PJC from seeing him. So, yeah, as long as this test uh, or this, this experiment of putting him in, putting Flowers in as the, as the ball handler that brings the ball up to court, I'm not loving it. Um, I'd like to see him maybe in some different kind of role because you just can't risk those turnovers because they neg three each time and you know you have to get an assist or you have to get three points or whatever or a couple of rebounds three rebounds to get any to get those points back it just adds too much negative before you can get some positives so it's really disappointing isn't it he had the schedule he's got the price at 115k and as far as we know he was going to have the role um, yeah so I role. still I still haven't uh, ruled him out myself. Um, this risky. is two two games in a row where he has not been able to bring the ball up over halfway. There's been Brisbane, Mitch Norton just... Uh, he was seeing ghosts out there at different points of that game as well. It's a very simple thing, though, I think. We used to do this. Bordy was probably the tallest player on our side, in our social basketball, but... I couldn't bring the ball up the court half the time if I was getting pressed. We just give it to Bordy and he knew what he was doing. He could at least get it over halfway under eight seconds. So <laughs> um, they just need someone. They need a Bordy to go in there, bring the ball up, and then they can start running some stuff for him because I still like the size, the rebounding. A um, couple of open three-pointers he hit, he splashed on his opportunities, but this has to be brutal for his confidence. And you know now... The scout is out. They are coming for him. So um, something interesting to watch. Still only priced at 10. It's uh, He's certainly lose Supercoach price on a zero, though. So um, not what we wanted to see, fair to say. Not at all. Next category, let's throw to Meter Maids. Because Gold Coast is amazing, isn't it? Yes, it's a beautiful country. It is we good. love Gold Coast. We do, and meter maids, of course, used to go around filling up meters to avoid people paying parking tickets. We, of course, use this category to discuss cheap players we spend our loose change on. Who are we looking at, Benny? Uh, I have been called a frolling lover, but I've moved on to the Galloways now. I like them both. Yes, you are. A lot. Um, Kyron uh, has been a player that I've always rated, shown flashes over the last years particularly with his shot blocking um but he's got a pretty nice looking jump shot now uh so he's a sixty-nine thousand dollar forward uh eight points three boards three blocks today um i didn't jot down the super coach score if you've got that for me there 27 27 so very handy super coach score so we missed out on uh smith milner but just from a I guess overall perspective, I'd love your thoughts. Is is should Galloway be the natural backup to Isaac? Yeah, watching the game, I think he should, and even watching that clips of the previous game they played as well, um, I think he's kind of natural, almost that small ball five lineup when he 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 plays the five, and yeah, they sort of go for it a bit more run and gun. Um, he he he's a rim protector, even though he's not as big as some of the centers. He's he's. Well, I mean, today he had three blocks. He's he's quite long. Um, where he appears along, and so, look, I think I'd rather him in there than Smith Milner myself. Um, and as you, I think he had a bit more of a defensive sort of reputation, but now it seems like he's putting the ball in the hoop as well and doing a couple other things. How many? He's got a couple of assists today too. So, 
Um, Good lob threat. He's doing a bit of everything. Yep, lob threat, definitely. I think I saw a couple today too. So um, I like it. Wiley is the other one, but yeah, don't know how that's gonna that mix is gonna go. Still, sort of see a bit more of that, I reckon. Well, Wiley had twenty six minutes today, so he, it's not yep. like he's playing. He was playing low minutes. I mean, maybe they want him to play a little bit more than that. Um, but I mean, Humph only played twenty three and a half as well. So the mix is kind of interesting there. But I mean, Galloway he's cheap enough at sixty nine thousand to just maybe have a punt, really. Especially, um, yeah. Yeah, so this know. makes me want to go back and watch this game straight out for this podcast because I need to know how a 69k Galloway can outscore the combo of McCarron, Franklin, Wiley and Flowers. He outscored all four combined. That's a good point. Um, uh, and if you watch you, the game... You'll, replay. You'll, yeah, if you watch <laughs> the game, you'll uh, be able to kind of work it out pretty quickly. Very good. All right. Next one, giant drop. So that is, of course, a ride at Dreamworld on the Gold Coast. We use this category to discuss a player that didn't live up to their price and would have had a giant drop. Sounds like there could be a few in this category. Who are we rolling with, Boyd? We actually went with uh, Finn Delaney in this one. Um, fouled out in under 14 minutes with only one super coach point. Um, it's been quite some time since he has actually been a good in this super coach scorer, I guess. Um Obviously, missed or didn't play in NBL last season. Even the season prior was well down on his averages from previous years. Um, just seems to be in a bit of a funk, to be honest. Um, just watching him, maybe like a bit of confidence, um, maybe a bit of touch, a bit. Of, I don't, I, I, you know, I can't put my finger on it exactly, but uh, I think he came off the bench today and just didn't really do much. I think he had two points and one rebound for in thirteen and a half minutes. So. Probably expect more from Finn. He's coming in as sort of one of their big, you know, probably their second biggest, I guess, local signing. Um, they'll be wanting him to hit the ground running and and be being a focal point. I would I would think at least on on the offensive end. So yeah, a bit of a worry there, but hopefully he can turn it around. Yeah, look, like, like we said before, we we're looking sort of around four or five anyway before we any, considering any of these guys. But he's very very cheap based on that poor form. Um, one thing I was thinking about watching the breakers in general was I like some of their their, their numbers. And you've got Alex McNaught, number zero, McNaught, like that. You've got uh, Dan Fortu, Dan Fotu with the foe two, number 42 there. I like the mango, number eight, big two big juicy mangoes just sitting next to each other. And um, I saw uh, Finn Delaney was number 70 today. I'm thinking 70, is that... 1970s that the last time he was half decent at fantasy scoring. <laughs> Ooh, it's kind of it's a burn. <laughs> I don't know if he's finished yet, oh. but uh, look, let's hope. I not. think it was, there was a comment that Bordy said he just doesn't. Look, I don't think he looks quite a bit of a shell of himself almost uh, yeah. in the group chat. But hopefully he can regain that touch and um, one for the watch list. I'm glad you mentioned Foto. A little, little, uh, little. Um he popped up for 21 super coach points today. 12 points, two rebounds, two assists. I thought he looked all right in his 12 and a half minutes as well. Obviously, might have played a few more minutes with Finn out. It seemed like he played more in the second half. Um, so he popped up and uh, said hello as well. So not too bad there. Just a quick mention. One I'd like to ask is someone that didn't watch the game, boys, um, that I've had my eye on, not eye on, but more wanting to based on the structure and the schedule there. What happened to Franklin? What's with the nine super coach points? Another terrible outing from a, a super coach perspective. Looking at the box score, 
Yeah, look, he had the eight points, three rebounds, three assists, but I think he had five turnovers. So on on the starting lineup for Adelaide, you had Flowers with seven turnovers, Franklin with four, and Wiley with five. So what they have? What sixteen turnovers between between the three of their their starters? And New Zealand had fourteen as a team. So that was probably the reason for a lot of their um, low scores, um, at least. That would have affected their scores. Look, he didn't shoot it that well. I don't think he hit a three from two attempts. Um, I don't know. He just... Sloppy turnovers. Yeah. Like, it, it actually on the commentary said that someone like someone of his calibre wouldn't care. I think Bordy said this morning that you mentioned that Travers was the Dane Swan. Um, and that was kind of the, the vibe the commentary was going with, like that they don't care about the preseason. But he was sort of going around with a sort of grin on his face, like clearly stuffing up. I just think, you know, what did I say on the chat? Franklin's a turtle, and I just don't think he's going to be that good at uh, basketball, to be honest. Um, after the Randall signing, I can't help but think this is disaster written all over it as well. Yeah, I'm starting to think that as well. I think when I first saw him, the first shot he looked, it looked real nice. Um, he shot a three, and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. He's been, He's got Game a reputation as, so a, good. as a scorer. And then from there, their next two, he's just looked like, like he shouldn't even be starting really um, at the minimum. So a bit of a worry there, mate. Uh, two other games for you to uh, have a look at yourself, um, obviously with Adelaide in the Blitz. So hopefully you get a bit more of a uh, look at him, Banksy. But I think that kind of wraps us up for that game. So we, um, as always, we are uh, at bball underscore blokes on X or Twitter. On Facebook, we are Basketball Blokes or www.basketballblokes.com for the live stats. That's right, live Supercoach scoring all through the NBL Blitz. Check it out. G'day there, it's Zach, also known as the Fez, coach of the Fez Monkeys. i got to say, the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever-so-helpful Basketball Blokes community. Whether it be team advice, injury news, or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last-minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the basketball blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby and I'm the coach of the McVeighlandines. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet and knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto, and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon. 